Hey everyone and welcome to Beyond Conscious, Becoming Multidimensional. Little coffee chat with uh, me, your host, Asia Andromeda. I'm the founder of multidimensionalu.com. And this show was created to support humanity as it takes its next evolutionary leap, huge leap in consciousness, remembering its multidimensional self. And so uh, I will be sharing channeled messages and multidimensional perspectives uh, and encouragement for my own multidimensional self, all of my different multidimensional aspects and perhaps some others uh, to encourage you and inspire you in your own inner tech transfer as we navigate some really interesting times on planet Earth. So this is episode number five whether you're listening in live on YouTube, Facebook, or via the podcast, welcome to the show. So just take a few moments to center yourself, get out of your beta busy brain, and drop into the heart center because this is where we access our multidimensional self. And so really this show is, it's a transmission that is multidimensional and it is intended to communicate energetically with you kind of maybe you could think of the chakras, all the energy centers, the different ports of entry, most notably via the heart center. So I invite you to sit back, relax, maybe even close your eyes. You can really shift out of your busy brain and go into receiving mode because what I can feel coming through my field right now for all of us is just so much love and support and encouragement as we navigate some really bumpy, tricky, chaotic, but also really exciting, expansive, innovative times. <laughs> All right, so uh, before we dive into our guest speakers uh, this for this show, and in fact, I should say, I feel like the show is going to go a little bit longer than usual because I have several stories to share. Um, I would like to, before we get into all of that, I would like to give a thanks and a shout out to all of our new Earth Recovery Team founding members. Uh, Thanks for taking this leap with us. I've been following my divine directives and my inner guidance um, somewhat to my own incredulity at times, <laughs> leaving old, old things behind. Um, my ego personality construct is trying to keep up <laughs> with all of the shift. And I know that, you know, that's been a theme on this show so far is just, it's really time for reinvention, uh, rebirth. Um, if you were on the Earth Day meditation, um, back in April, you know that Gaia herself rebirthed herself. I mean, these are really hugely energetically shifting times and timelines that we're in. Um, so while there's a lot that we could talk about, uh, it feels really important right now to help uh, all of us remember that we have this incredible multidimensional structure that we can tap at any time that we can um, call upon almost like a resource, right? Think of a set of resources on a shelf even and access these inner archives and these aspects of our multidimensional self. So the theme today is using our multidimensional abilities to navigate the increasing chaos that we will face. Um, this is just the beginning. If you follow me on my YouTube channel, you know I've been really prompted to share what feels um, important for me to share with my family and friends, which is just prepare for ongoing disruption as the collective goes through its own deconstruction 
right? We can't bring anything new and emergent and innovative if we're still doing things the way we did them in the 1950s. So just to try to make it a little less scary sounding, I mean, it's just innovation requires some change. Now, you know, the narrative we attach to that change is where we create all our suffering. So fortunately, we have a lot of wonderful mindfulness teachers on the planet who can help you with, you know, watching your narrative, editing your narrative, um, and eventually what we end up doing over here is just dropping your narrative altogether, getting out of the headspace and moving into the expanse of multidimensional self, which really goes beyond limitation and definition. The very act of trying to define mentally begins to create, I would say, boxes and borders that our multidimensional self does not, doesn't play that game, right? It, it's, it's boundless in a lot of ways, and it's full of paradoxes. So um, I invite you all in this space to move into a playful relationship with these times, curiosity, uh, the, the playfulness of a child, how would your child self approach you know, change and shift and reimagination, reinvention. So um, today's guest speaker, uh, in part, because I can tell there's others queued up, is a multidimensional aspect of my oversoul that is just a delight to connect with and really, frankly, mind-blowing when I first met him. So back in late, late, no, uh, it was December of 2016, I was on my you know, Christmas vacation, as usual, my vac my personal vacation time is used to radically up-level and expand my awareness. I was brought by my own spirit guides into a direct experience of some of the other humans on the planet that share my oversoul. And the most, uh, I would say, multidimensionally expansive uh, human is a gentleman by the name of Gujifran, and this is what he told me I could call him. He showed me his history in brief, uh, just what you would expect for a human, but then he went through a spontaneous awakening, and he does live as a breath Aryan, although he does not call himself that, literally in an ascetic type environment in a cave somewhere in India or Pakistan. And he <laughs> he's telling me right now that he doesn't um, actually exist on just one timeline. <laughs> like many of us, I think he is traversing many of them. So while he has a human form, he is telling me right now that he is not bound by that. So he is very fluid in his embodiment. And for this reason, he offers me, you know, in the beginning when I first began understanding who he was and what uh, the wisdom he had, he, he offered me personally and then through my channel, right, all of you, access to some really incredible um, healing. And so as we navigate this time of well, let's just look at the current situation with coronavirus. Our you know, best medical professionals and systems are feeling very inadequate, right? If you've heard a lot of doctors talk, they, this, is, this is exceptionally hard on them emotionally because they're used to being able to help and they're feeling helpless in the face of this particular pandemic. So we're, we're you know, running into the limitations of our current systems and structures. And while it feels like tragedy right now, longer term, it's there's a gift here. And the gift is to help us really go beyond what we think we're capable of 
And instead of waiting for the next vaccine, right, this is old technology, right? And I'm checking in energetically. So I don't want to say anything that really uh, is off, off there, but energetically that is true, right? It's true on the timelines that I'm, I'm living in. And I know that many of you are, that is old technology. And um, we could get into a whole conversation around that. And, and well, you know, potentially helpful in a certain window of time, we are evolving beyond that. And we have other technology available to us. This is why Gujarat is making himself available today. So let me tell you a few uh, quick stories here. So I met Gujarat at the very end of 2016. Um, he, like I said, he just lives in a state of infinite connection. So he's not, he's truly multidimensional in that his body doesn't always have to be in physicality. Uh, and his spirit doesn't have to animate it the same way that, you know, we tend to be very, very focused on our body embodiment here. And I was doing healing at the time. I was doing professional auric clearing and healing for people, um, just using some of the reconnection technology from Dr. Eric Pearl that had been introduced to me. And then whatever my own tech was, was coming through uh, some really cool results, um, very exciting, you can imagine, right? Because I grew up in a time when things like that were considered miraculous. And so it was just really neat to rediscover that. I was like, wow, I can get rid of my headaches. I can get rid of my menses pain. I can get rid of my daughter's fever. I could, you know, all these things, earaches, on and on and on. My friend's shoulder pain, uh, tendonitis, right? <laughs> it was pretty amazing. Uh, during that time, I will say this as a disclaimer, I learned that I couldn't heal everything. And the reason, as I'm sure many of you healers know, is because some of the pain or discomfort or ailment is being brought to that person by their own higher self in order to get their attention, get them into a realignment. I mean, I certainly went through my own version of that. And that's the type of stuff I can't touch because it's being brought to you by your own higher self. So it got a little bit confusing there for a while until I figured that out and then realized, ah, Maybe I'm not supposed to be a healer <laughs> and heal others for them as much as I am supposed to empower other people to connect to their multidimensional self and bring in all sorts of amazing uh, healing and other abilities, right? That are just radically revolutionizing what it means to be human and what we're capable of. So that's kind of where I landed. But in the interim, when I was playing around with a lot of this, uh, I had somebody in my year long program whose daughter had been overseas in Scandinavia, gotten mold in her lungs um, and was seeing a naturopath to try to get rid of this. And I thought, well, Gujarat said he's available, so I will bring him in, brought her higher self together with you know, him in some higher dimensional space. I would always kind of go to his cave. And he said, yes, it is very simple. And he put a resonant layer in her auric field. He said, we invite the mold into it. And then he pulled the whole thing out of her crown chakra. And that's all he did. And I remember thinking like, Ooh, already then, <laughs> right? Just thinking that seems way too simple um, for something so invasive pervasive in the human body. Um, so make a long story short, the mother reported back to me. They went to the naturopath pretty much within days after that happened. She tested for mold and it was at zero. And kind of, you can imagine her surprise. What did you do? Oh, some energy healing. Now, are these clinical tri trials and repeatable? And No, none of that, right? And, and I would encourage everyone to really see yourself as this powerful multidimensional being 
who has access to technology that we don't even know about here yet and that our science can't even measure because it doesn't have the consciousness or the instrumentation to measure it, right? Let's not wait for that whole old system to catch up. Let's just pioneer the new, right? And I always tell people I work with, you don't need outside certification. You simply need a multidimensional activation because when you tap all the other, all the different aspects of your oversoul of this beautiful multidimensional structure that you are, you gain access to things that are literally out of this world and they're, they're incredibly advanced technologies. Okay, so um, let me see. I wanna give Gujitran a little bit more of the floor so that you know I'm not speaking in so much second hand. So let me give him a second. <laughs> he has such a delightful energy. <laughs> he just makes me laugh. <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> hello, hello. Indeed it is I, Gujit Ran. Laughter is the very best medicine, is it not? <laughs> For it loosens the hold on the rigid energetic structures that have found their way into your personal confinement. I come to you now with a message of inspiration. It is to break out of the jail cell that you did not even know that you were in. Laughter is a radical act in the face of so much fear. And so I encourage everyone listening in this now moment to begin to laugh with me. And do not be afraid to laugh, no matter the circumstance. <laughs> 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 oh, and you will find the incredible warmth coming up through your chakra centers, the heart of your being, coming to bring greater vitality and energy to the being that you are in physical matter. You see, what ails so much of the modern human is this lack of animation. There is great density and burdens that plague so much of your emotional well-being that your body lacks the luster and vitality that it would otherwise offer you. So movement, energy flow, enervation, animation, emanation, the healthy glow of the child who is well cared for and supported is within your reach, but you must claim it. It is a return to your innocence before you bought into so many limiting fearful based programs. This is the single most beneficial thing each and every one of you can do in this time. It is to reclaim your animation through enervation, using laughter, movement, sound healing, vibrational therapies, meditation, anything that expands your consciousness back into a connection with the all that is will provide you with ample energy, no matter the task at hand. You think that you need bread to survive. You do not. If it brings you joy, by all means, enjoy. But do not think that you are limited to this source of energy alone. 
connect now with my field as I help you expand back into the all that is, that is you, all of you. As you do this, you reset to a higher codex of health and well-being. I am Gujitran. So I'm sure if you all engaged with that, you can feel what I do, which is just a lightning. It's hard to even describe. My eyes feel different. Of course, I've just been channeling, so there's that. But what a beautiful key to health in these times he's given us. Well, there are so many different modalities I've, I've worked with, with my different aspects. I think there's nothing so beautifully general and yet very effective is what he's given us today. Expansive innervation, <laughs> right? That inner illumination. This is why after connecting with your multidimensional self over time and a lot of the people I work with, they begin to look like they're glowing, right? It's because we're shifting the light quotient in our physical being. When you do that, there's so much that resets itself into a higher program, if you will, the higher codex. It is our own innate higher intelligence at work. So do you see how we can't get there from our mind? It's a full body and then some, right? Going even beyond the physical body experience. Wow, wonderful. Thank you, Gujitran. <laughs> um, so the other thing I want to talk about today is that we're in phase one of unity consciousness. So what is that? Very simply put, it is critical plasmic infrastructure needed to sustain a higher dimensional civilization. And at the end of some group multidimensional work in one of my groups last Tuesday, it was 5-5, May 5th, it was announced to us that phase one of unity consciousness has been reached, right? So critical mass has been reached and we're now officially entering kind of these, these phased steps, phase transition that we're making right now. And we're in phase one. And our collective, what I'm being told right now by the Arcturians is that our collective is doing this in a very systematic way. Uh, so think of this, this is a very orderly ascension process. It may not seem orderly given the chaos right now, but for those of you who've been through a lot of your own personal chaos and deconstruction already, you're available for this message that we are assembling, we have assembled enough of our own plasmic infrastructure using our own fields of consciousness as a species, the human species, to lay down the foundation for phase one, which when this was announced to us last week, it was very emotional for me uh, because for a long time, it's felt like this is a, a long ways off, right? And we all know that our outward appearance, our outward personality construct, kind of all these things, they tend to lag behind our energetic shifts. So while it can seem like, are you kidding me? Like this, this place is planet of the apes. Like how, there's so much fighting here still. Um, take heart. 
This is a phased orderly process is what they keep wanting me to bring through. So as we go through this time, it means that we, as the way showers, right? People who are, have gone through their awakening and are being asked to really step up in service during this time are, are going to rely more than ever on our inner GPS, our inner guidance system. This is why I was told to let go of my cell phone last year and go back to a different way of living. So I have a beautiful story um, that ties in kind of like bookends. So by the age of 15, I was traveling internationally by myself. I look back on that now, it's kind of mind blowing. But there was, there was something already set in motion in my, in my life that had me beginning to travel the world to, you know, kind of go pick up different energetic pieces and make connections for myself. Mm -hmm. I didn't know I was doing that at the time. And there is a trip in the late nineties that really stands out for me where I traveled solo down to the Pyrenees and ended up at the base of Mount Kenigu. And there were all these beautiful synchronicities along the way. I took just a backpack, a change of clothes, a journal and a jar of tahini so that I could get bread and survive with a jar of tahini and maybe some fruit wherever I went. I was 19. So I was definitely on a student budget. And there were these incredible, beautiful synchronicities all along the way. And I was traveling with the book Peace in Every Step by Thich Nhat Hanh, the Vietnamese Buddhist monk. So I really, looking back now, I can attest to being in the world, but not totally of the world. I was in the world, but in a set of higher vibrational coordinates where synchronicity, um, beautiful support just showed up every step of the way. And that trip provides a, a beautiful touchstone for me to this day to attest to the fact that we can really trust an inner guidance system, um, but it does take a choice to surrender and trust. So Mother's Day weekend on Friday, this past Friday, I set out for the first time in a really long time without any one cell phone. My you know, Jude didn't have a cell phone. I was traveling by myself. I went ahead of Jude and Paola. Paola didn't have her cell phone. I was, I was without that piece of infrastructure. And I remember thinking, well, if something occurs, I know that help will be sent. I have many other stories, right, throughout my 20s especially, where this was the case. And sure enough, I got to the rental cabin. And this is about a four-hour drive from my home. And the key was not under the mat as per the instructions I had printed before leaving my house. And I thought, hmm, that's interesting. I looked up and there was a beautiful little feather stuck in the handrail, the wooden handrail, right? So that's the calling card of my interdimensional Sasquatch friends. So I immediately took comfort. I'm like, okay, I am definitely not alone in this situation here. They knew I was coming. I had telepathically told them I was coming. Um, our earth recovery team had done a tremendous first meditation with the Columbia River uh, just a couple days before, and we had connected in with the Sasquatch clans along there and were encouraged to make contact. And so I knew they knew who I was and that I was coming. 
and was on a tributary to the Columbia on this trip here this weekend. But I sat down and I thought, all right, well, what are my options? And just as I was beginning to feel into this, a Jeep pulled up, right? Mind you, this is like, this is really remote, okay? Dirt road. And I thought, okay, somebody must have remembered they didn't leave a key. No, this gentleman came out to check on the generator. And he said the owner hadn't called him in four years and had called him that morning to come check on the generator. He showed up within five minutes of my arrival. It's at this point that I noticed that there was a lockbox. And so I rattled it and sure enough, there was a key inside. <laughs> and I laughed to myself because I don't play telepathic games just for fun. I know that eventually this is going to come in really handy. And so I laughed to myself, you know, is this a test of the telepathic broadcasting system? Uh-oh, like this is real world now, right? <laughs> so I sat down while the, the repair guy went around the back to work on the generator and I dropped into zero point, I quieted my mind, and I just asked for the numbers and I was shown 8888 to begin with. And before I could go any further, the, the repair guy came back out and he said, let's drive to the top of the hill and I'll call this guy for you and we'll get the code. Drive to the top of the hill. The owner is mortified. <laughs> I can't believe we have the old instructions in there. Gave me the code 0818. Now, if I had sat there and worked on it long enough, do I think I would have gotten? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but the fact that this angel was sent <laughs> in such short time and everything worked out and I got in the house, it was just a beautiful testament to we are multidimensional selves are coordinating things for us, taking care of us at a level that really what the guidance coming in right now is, is if we all allow ourselves that kind of expansive, trusting, feeling nurtured and supported space, our ability to create goes through the roof. On the drive home, I was listening to satellite radio business program as kind of a lighthearted share. The interviewer shared that research on creativity shows that some caffeine, right? A stimulant, <laughs> napping, a nap, rest, restorative time, and a libation of some kind an alcoholic beverage, not a lot, but just a little. All of these contribute to in enhanced and increased creativity. And what they all kind of have in common is this enervation that Gujit Ram was talking about. Our ability to move out of kind of overthinking and the same repetitive thoughts, right? If you have a mindfulness practice, you know how many times you tend to have the same thoughts, especially if they're fear-based. And so what we don't realize is that we get stuck on the same vibronic harmonic, creating the same thing over and over and over again. And so our encouragement right now is to really move out of that same old, same old tired patterns and thoughts and move ourselves into a little bit more of an expansive container in which radical creativity can occur. So this is one of these incredible multidimensional abilities to 
trust that this incredible multidimensional self that we are, this human form is just one asset, just one fractal, one aspect. But there's a whole lot else going on. And if you trust in that, this is when it get, everything gets magical. So I encourage all of us in the days and weeks ahead as we navigate what will be increasing chaos and unfortunately, fortunately, no judgment, let's just say in the zero point, a lot more uh, flare-ups of anger, projected blame, right? Most of humanity is not in their sovereignty and full self-responsibility. And so we're going to see a lot of projected blame. It's going to get heated. It's going to continue to amplify. I've been shown over and over again in the last 10 years that our role as Wayshores is to help stabilize all of that. Just calm it down a little bit. Not to take it away completely. People have their emotions. They need to go through them. But to just create that loving presence and simultaneously to bring through all of this creation. So what really lights you up? What are you ready to create without any fear about what other people think of you? <laughs> it does take courage, doesn't it? <laughs> and this is good because it shows you where we still have energetic cords with other people and we really are giving power away, right? So I go back to a scene Nelson Mandela showed me in a channeling once where he showed me that he lived in a space where there were no prison walls. Even though physically he was in a prison, there were no, he lived as, in a way that there were no prison walls. So this is the same kind of choice point that we're all in right now. Are we going to live within the confines of this prison and rigid structures? Or are we going to take Gujarat Ram's suggestion and begin to enervate, animate, rejuvenate, and blow way past who we thought we've been, what, we're, what we thought we were capable of? All right, that's obviously a rhetorical question. <laughs> We're gonna move well beyond it right now. And so, while we may be motivated by our physical health, our higher selves are actually inviting us into much more of our creator matrix by working with the physical body in this way. So of course, health will be maintained and restored and we'll do really well, but there are much broader, long-lasting implications namely our own evolution as a species beyond the limitations of a material mechanic mechanistic world into something much more fluid, dynamic, malleable, and frankly, fun. <laughs> I don't know about you all, but I'd like to have more fun on this planet. So again, while that may seem like a radical shift from where, where the collective is right now focusing on, you know, drama, it is absolutely the antithesis and the antidote to the ills that plague us, all those puns intended. <laughs> so at the very least, it sounds like 
if you're still somewhat new to multidimensional reality and this expansive, you know, experience that you are, begin with laughter yoga. And if you don't know what that is, Google it <laughs> and just start doing it every day for the next 30 days and watch what, what begins to shift for you. You will shift your vibrational coordinates. <laughs> you just have to. <laughs> the body, the body will, will, will lift. I, I, I'm picturing that scene in the old Mary Poppins movie where they're laughing and they end up levitating and they're on the ceiling. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, so as we wrap up, uh, I would like to, I'm beginning to collaborate more with my beautiful multidimensional uh, healers and friends and the people that I know personally as a way to start building, um, it's, it's building our, our it's a network, it's a framework, it's collaboration. And so I would like to, I've mentioned this amazing healer before, but I wanna mention her again. As I did my last remote session with her last week, and I was able to get, after three years of really diligently, you know, muscle testing, taking supplements that my body needs to heal, getting my organs back online, I had a lot of health issues. I had malaria at one point. I had undiagnosed stuff when I traveled overseas. So it's been the health journey, I think, like many light workers, has not been super straightforward for me. So I am going to invite you all to go check out uh, Alexandria Teed, and her website is passport2, the number two, vitality.com. And if you are tired of feeling tired and run down, I highly recommend you invest in yourself through her. She is an exceptional multidimensional healer. And like I said, she's helped me. And you know, the reason all those years back, I, I, I recognized I needed to do something was because I could feel all of my directives coming. And I realized this physical body needs to be able to sustain really high frequencies, a lot of demands, a fast pace, right? So, it's wonderful that we have healers like Alexandria on the planet to support us. More and more, that's what I see we're all doing for one another. You know, I have my role, you have your role, you know, your friend has his or her role, and all together we are helping to create, you know, a new earth using higher dimensional technologies and bringing them through. So if you're, you know, and just to know, if you're still in the spiritual closet with your work, um, I always tell people just start with family and friends to test because as you put yourself into service, you will begin to learn what you're capable of because then even more will come through you in response. But when we kind of just sit in isolation and we don't really put our healing abilities and other amazing multidimensional abilities into service, into play, they just kind of stagnate. So, um, yeah, calling all healers, <laughs> all multidimensionals and all weight showers. Thanks for being on the planet. I know this place can feel like a jungle and at times you go, what did I sign up for? <laughs> but these are the times that we came for is to really help during some of the most critical shift in timelines. So thank you for being with me today on Beyond Conscious, Becoming Multidimensional. I'm wishing you all a very magical multidimensional rest of your day. Love you all. <laughs>